what is the mindset that you need to have as an entrepreneur in order to scale a business to 30 plus people. Let's hear it in this episode. Everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Commit First Podcast. My name is Sagi Schreiber. I'm the host. And today we have John Vong on the show. John is an entrepreneur. He's an SEO specialist, but he has also is just a businessman, an amazing businessman that um, he also has his own podcast. He, he's done a lot of work. He has 30 plus people in his company at the moment. Um, and he has built a life of his dreams coming up from basically being the son of immigrants, um, coming from nothing. So this is a very interesting episode where we talked about his story and how he came up and also like, you know, the mindset and the things he did to uh, build his way up. And then having a business, we talked, especially towards the end of the episode about the mindset, what it takes to run a, a successful business and not be overwhelmed and not be under stress. So this is an important episode, everyone. Remember, if you like this, uh, just like it, subscribe, post a screenshot with us, tag us, uh, you know, on in, 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 in Instagram. I'm Sagi Schreiber and uh, commit that first is the name of the, uh, the show. And uh, John Vong, you probably uh, could find him as well. Just tag us and let us know that you like this episode. Anyways, this was a very important episode, at least for me. I took some takeaways. I wrote some notes and I'm going to apply it into my business and life. Hope you do too. Enjoy this, everyone. Let's begin. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Commit First podcast. And today we have John Vong on the show. John, what's up? Hey, Segi. I am doing great. Thank you for having me today. Dude, definitely. Through our episode, kind of we chatted about um, some, some, um, some important things that I would love to discuss with you here on the show. Um, but before that, let's start with kind of like um, a recap of what you have going right now, what you have going on in business, because you have the podcast, you have your uh, local SEO. How about you give us a bit of a brief? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so currently I own a digital agency that focuses on SEO, search engine optimization, yep. uh, servicing small, medium-sized businesses all around the world. Um, my passion is really to make an impact by helping entrepreneurs or business people who have dreamt of running a business, what it takes, what it doesn't take. So I have a podcast called Local SEO Today. It doesn't really talk about SEO, but more about the, you know, steps and mistakes and failures and tips on how to run a successful business. Um, then I'm also working on a couple other side projects, uh, working on a book and also working on building my own community. Awesome. So a book, man, that's large. That's a big thing. Um, and what, what's the book called? Uh, so first draft, wasn't happy, spent <laughs> a year kind of working on it with a ghostwriter. Um, so it's, mm -hmm. again, it's a long journey, but right. I need to have complete clarity on what I want out of it. So yeah. I think that's what is missing in uh, terms of what mm -hmm. I wanted out of it. Yeah. And, you know, just have fun. Everything is about yeah. enjoying the process. I love it that you bring joy to the thing. Like we also talked before and you said like everything is just, I'm like, I asked you before, why do you have the podcast? You're like, you know, it's like, it's the fun part. Like it's a fun, like it's fun to have conversations with good people. I'm like everything, like you're looking for the fun in the doing. And I think that's something that a lot of us are missing. I can say that I'm like also sometimes missing it a bit. Like I'm, I'm trying to have fun. Um, I'm trying to mimic something that I remember like back when I started 
working in design for the first time ever i was like had my first job as a designer and i'm like i'm getting paid to play with photoshop what the heck is going on <laughs> and and I, i'm trying to mimic that all the time but sometimes we get lost and i also get lost in it i'm like your job has to be done you know like and i think i love that you bring it here if you, if you guys are watching it's on youtube you're seeing uh john smile but if you're listening to this on the podcast version uh john has an amazing smile amazing amazing energy man like so i just want to acknowledge you for that um and and uh, and so the book i think by the way is like i i'm asking because i struggle as well kind of like i wanted to write a book um i even hired an amazing book coach someone that's been with me in the spi accelerator um his name is azul torenes um he's he's amazing um but um yeah but i didn't i didn't end up writing one uh it was kind of like okay so what why do i want to get out of this book and you know what what's my value here to bring to the world it's definitely a thing but yeah. so i get the struggle like i'm <laughs> but yeah yeah it's also about having fun putting something great out there that you just enjoy doing um so let me ask you a bit about um your story coming up because i know that you had a rough time coming up you didn't have like you didn't always have it easy um right as the son of immigrants like how about you tell just a bit about your story yeah definitely um so i am fourth uh child of uh parents that immigrated from vietnam so they left the war um and we reside here and i grew up an hour away from toronto canada Um so my parents left the war liquidated all their assets for precious metals like gold mm-hmm. to have a better generate a b- livelihood for the next generation which was our children they didn't speak the language didn't know anyone and we really just wanted to we we had each other right and that's yeah. all i cared about when i grew up not knowing what i know today um i was very fortunate to have food and shelter and yes we were in government housing we didn't live in the nicest neighborhood we didn't have much like yeah. a vehicle and trips we didn't have sleepovers yeah. right our toy <laughs> was four children we had one toy wow. and that was enough wow. right like for me we didn't it was fine because that's all i knew perspective is everything for yeah. me and when i i look at travel um every year my parents got a free ticket to go to a festival called Canadian National Exhibition in Toronto and my parents took us and that's what we look forward to all year long and I still bring my son now to that event because it brings me memory and joy right, right. so all wow. these things yeah. really brought me to what we uh, you know see today because you know growing up even travel like I was fortunate to go to university um yeah. and I studied business finance but during that one year I actually traveled to uh England to do mm-hmm. an exchange program. First time flying on the plane. It's the craziest story because what, what age was that? Um university, the third year university. of my university studies. Got it, got it. Wow. Yeah, amazing. And <laughs> the first a, time traveling. Yeah. And I uh again, weirdest thing, but that was short a month after 9/11 happened. I've never flew in my life. I thought it was normal for people to have machine guns in security line. right cuz i've never <laughs> traveled before yeah. so i go there i'm like ultra safe you know what's going on here they're like checking me out and everything i'm like okay let's just go to england you know and i've never lived on my own traveled yeah. you know all this yeah. stuff so it was just fun right everything yeah. then i was ultra curious because i'm like wow 
you know, there's different culture, yeah. different food, different yeah. people all over the wow. world. I've never yeah. traveled out there. <laughs> so just learning all these things and yeah. it allowed me to continuously evolve as a human in yeah. terms of like being ultra curious about mm -hmm. life. And that's what nice. I, I very passionate growing up, starting my career in sales and um, got to a point where I started this agency eight years ago. Amazing. And um, when you started, you probably, you know, how, how did you get into business? Like, how did you even decide you wanted to be an entrepreneur, like doing your own thing? Uh, so eight years ago, I started this agency called Local SEO Search. Mm -hmm. uh, but prior to that, so I finished business finance in studies. Um, and I spent 10 years working in advertising sales. Mm -hmm. The reason I got in sales was first job. I got yeah. an opportunity yeah. to work, right? Yeah. Earn a yeah. living, right. Right? right? And so therefore I moved to the big city, Toronto, mm -hmm. rented a place. And the, the crazy thing is when I first got my first job, I didn't even have a car. It was a requirement to get mm -hmm. the job. So I, I just told the, the managers, I'm like, look, I'm going to show up earlier than everyone else. And I'm going to leave the last person. I'm going to work harder than anyone mm -hmm. else. And mm -hmm. in, in a couple months, I'm going to buy a vehicle to then go to sales meetings because I was taking public transit, right? Yeah. So everyone else had their, you know, mobile phone, the car, like nice clothes. Yeah. I didn't even have nice clothes. I didn't have a car. And mm. I was one of the top sales reps because I was committed to be the best. So I trained, I read yeah. books, I yeah. did the Zig Ziglar conferences, just motivated to do better, right? And yeah. And, and, and again, I'm just pointing it out right I, and i always say on the podcast like obviously it's called commit first but the commitment and doing the going the extra mile being the one that was the first to show up the less to leave um like if you really want it you gotta be hungry for it and it seems that you were hungry for it. you showed up you did the work you learned throughout the process i mean a lot of people now they get a job or they you know start a business but they stop learning like that's a that's a huge mistake so you say you kept learning you went like zig ziglar and stuff like that you like different workshops and audio programs whatever like so it's it's that it's like that your your level of personal development will always be matched to your results in the field like it's never, you know, it's never going to change. Like this, this is a rule, right? Um, and I think pointing that out is very important. So you had effort, actions, you had high ambitions, you uh, developed yourself, like personal development, you got where you were into personal development and you had the commitment in place. All of those, you know, helped you get to where you, you were kind of probably to just start the, the business. Yeah. So 10 years of, uh, you know, sales, right. Got better yeah. in sales and mm -hmm. the last, so I dabbled in traditional advertising, some online affiliate advertising performance mm -hmm. based. And then I worked at a directory called yellow pages group. And I'm sure <laughs> you've heard of it. Yeah. I think everyone who is maybe not millennials have heard of a phone book called the yellow pages. Um, it was actually so yellow there. to anybody who doesn't know. It was actually yellow. <laughs> So I, I was there for five years, but that's where I learned how to really sell and really find my stride of what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, mm -hmm. where I worked nice. with thousands of business owners and really learned and was mentored by business owners. Yeah. Uh, every meeting I had, they really taught me a little bit about mm -hmm. what it meant to be a really good, successful business person, right? Yeah. Yeah. They 
took care of the customers. They understood value prop. They understood the product service. They took care of the community. They took care of staff, right? They understood yeah. how to run an optimal business. Mm -hmm. And what I discovered was these people were not getting a good ROI, return on investment in advertising with the yellow pages. Mm -hmm. The users were shifting in terms of how they consume and search for their product and service. And, you know, internet was now high speed, you know, faster yeah. smartphones and people were changing their behavior. So right. I knew there was an opportunity. There were yeah. agencies locally and globally that were going after larger brands yeah. and charging a huge amount for SEO, right? But not a lot of them did it well to service a small, medium-sized business, mm -hmm. um, you know, market. So yeah. I just wanted to fill that gap. Right. Because I knew there was a need. Oh, I just yeah. didn't know how the hell to do it. Right. So yeah. I had to figure out how to do it. Uh, once I left there, I basically decided, look, I got to go out there and learn how to do it. Um, so I was yeah. out there selling my strength yeah. and I knew there was a business when I got revenue. Right? Yeah. People are willing to pay for a service that I didn't even know how to do. So I got some clients, got some money and then I hired people. Mm -hmm. And that's how it started. Wow. And, and obviously it turned out in a, in, in, in the best way because you still have that uh, business going on today. So yeah, awesome. And, um, and so fast forwarding to um, how, how was the COVID in the past year? Did it yeah, affect so you? COVID's been, you know, interesting. There's some clients in the hospitality tourism industry mm -hmm. that really got impacted mm -hmm. and, you know, it's things that we have no control over. Right. right. A lot of clients that are bricks and mortar, um, they had to scale back in terms of capacity, the load of how much they can manage, right? And take right. clients. So yes, they were able to, you know, reduce some of their spend. But with SEO, a lot of the clients understand it's more of a need than a want. It's a necessity for a lot mm -hmm. of businesses yeah. because the first touch point is usually online digital. Right. And if you're not present or visible, or you're not even top of mind, they're going to choose a competitor. So my job is to continually help them become thought leaders online to position them for that when people are actually seeking out their product and service, at least they're visible. Yeah, got it. And um, <clears throat> most, most of your clientele right now are what, like what industries? Learning the profession and even right. apprenticing. Um, from dentists to plumbers to roofers. Mm -hmm. um, and then when they get out, they are either working for someone and then eventually when they work for someone, they want to start their own, right? Okay. So that whole progression of understanding what it means to be an expert is who I want to target, right? Because they want to be in business for the next 10, 20 years, yeah. as opposed to a growth entrepreneur startup business that wants that growth scale of 10x to mm -hmm. sell their business and it's fully funded which yeah. is a different strategy because they don't have that long-term vision yeah values right they right. want fast immediate acquisition of customers yeah got it okay cool cool and um and so i guess a lot of people listening here are starting their business and uh right now are mostly the beginning stages of, of their business and career um, as, as maybe independent, uh, maybe their service providers. Um, when I say business, I mean, I could say their online business or service provider. Um, 
what are your tips for the people just starting out that you can say from your experience coming up? So my background was always in sales, right? So yeah. understanding that biggest, I would say it's an art, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a huge skill set for a lot of people. You need to understand how to sell your product and service. And if you do not know how to sell it, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to generate a business model or revenue or scale, right? To be hiring other people, because if there's no need or demand or people that want to seek out your product and service, how do you pay? How do you keep it, you know, survival? Yeah. Right. So the biggest thing is learn to sell, which is asking the right questions, uncovering a need in the marketplace, and making sure you understand what value you're bringing to the table. What mm -hmm. are the differentiators? What's your unique seller proposition? So the fundamentals of running a business is so important, but the sales is probably more important. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, sales for sure. I think like a business can either like they will live or die by, by their sales. Um, and do you have any specific tips for sales that maybe we can share? Man, I, I've learned a lot of different tactics. Um, Just one my, that you think, use, one, one, one that you say not other people probably know about or not enough I, people use. I would say be true to yourself, right? Be authentic. So if you're not strong in sales, you either learn it or hire someone, but at least learn the basics. What you need to understand is it's psychological. You have to get in the mindset of the business owner that you're trying to target, right? The people that you want to mm -hmm. sell to. What do they ultimately care about in your, your kind of pro, uh, product or service? What do they want to get out of it, right? Mm -hmm. It's probably, if it's a bigger ticket item, the trust relationship play. But if it is more about like just a product, then maybe it's just price. It's right. maybe warranty, right? What's the maintenance like? So you have to understand what you're bringing to the table. What is right. the value add, right? Yeah. And what differentiates you from every other major brand? Because someone has already done what you have done. 100% right. guaranteed, right? right? So how do you make yourself stand out? What's your major compelling argument that differentiates you from everyone else? And you have to be clear on that for everyone to know. And the one thing, if you have a website or blog or any anything is your story is unique right. from everyone else that's what differentiates every single business right and you have to be very clear on how to expand and amplify that story to really resonate with people to see if they like you or not but it's right. unique so how do how do you find out your story like i mean how do you um because i get a lot of people asking so how do you tell about a story how do you um how do you speak about yourself without, you know, sounding? Okay. Yeah. So the, the best thing I would tell people to do is you probably have really close friends or family, mm -hmm. right? Maybe ask three to five of them about what is my superpower? And they'll be honest with you. These are, you, you know, if you're a husband, your wife, right? Or your parents mm -hmm. or really close best friends that yeah. maybe were in your wedding or not people that you trust and they will be truly honest with you know tell me everything that you like and you hate about me and tell me you know if i were to write a biography 
can you help me put together a couple paragraphs of what are things that you really stand out to you, right? Yeah. That's what you use and incorporate and try to adjust because they will be true and honest. And then right. you take it to the next step, next step and add to it. And then it's more brainstorming, right? It's collaborating with your friends about what do you think this looks like? And would it be something that you feel would be confident that you would share to others? Yeah, no, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And um, yeah, just, um, I heard about that. I think Tim Ferriss was talking about it. Just like ask people around you all the time, like, you know, what's my biggest flaw and where can I improve and um, be open to feedback. I think most people, especially service providers are not open to feedback, not open to even asking and finding out what people think about them because they don't want to know. Um, so I think doing the opposite and actually asking people what they think about you, good and bad, uh, was is, can be a great exercise and will help you tell your story and differentiate yourself, understand what's your value, right? Um, one thing that I did with um, with Azul Torren is like the uh, back then the book coach, but he's not really a book coach as much as he's like a coach to help you understand your value in the world. And what we did is he had me map out my life from beginning like to now and highlight on the top like of the timeline all the things that were my highs and on the bottom highlight everything that were my lows on this timeline uh in my life and we went through it It was like three sessions it took us to get through that timeline but we under understood patterns that like my i understood patterns of my behavior and thoughts that i never like you know i was kind of wow huh i i did this when i was eight and i'm doing it now (laughs) like these are the specific things that i'm like wow, I do operate in this way. And this is a good thing. This is less of a good thing. Like uh, it's kind of like also shows you where you, where you are and what's your value, what's your, what's your specialty. So I love that. And digging deep into, uh, into that, I think is important for us as business people. Right. Um, I, I think you, you just nailed it. Like um, a lot of growth, you have to understand having clarity about where you're at. And as a sales rep, I learned this early days, like 15, 20 years ago. It's like having absolute clarity on your day. What does your day look like? Map it out. How do you want it to be, right? Morning, afternoon, lunch, and having clarity on what you want to accomplish. What's your major KPI? Focus on that. And then having clarity on monthly, quarterly, yearly, and then have it in writing, I would have it right like and then refresh it on the weekend take a look and see what gaps there are how you can improve where are the areas that you can um get better right and ask people mentors coaches managers colleagues friends family because without them giving you honest feedback you're just going to continue doing what you're doing and thinking it's the only way to be doing it right right and it's better to have a team collaborating with the same vision and goals, because ultimately, if everyone elevates their game, level it up, that's what life is about, right? Continually to challenge yourself, Optimizing. to enjoy the entire process. Right, right. I'm, I'm definitely, I really believe in that. And um, there's also the thing about Simon Sinek, and um, there's um, um, start with why. What's your why? You know, find out what your why is, and I think that's very important. Um, I want to kind of like switch it up for a second and, and talk about um, what do you think, what fires you up today about your business and how it's growing? 
to what fires me up. Yeah. I, th I think for me, it's always challenging um, my team and myself, right? Mm -hmm. To be better, um, to always add more value to the team, to, to the clients that we have, to elevate my team so that they become better humans, yeah. right? To get better communication. So I, I do a lot of like goal setting uh, training with my team as well really? as my clients to Wait, open so them up. How do you, how do you do, all right, I, I would love to get into that as well, but yeah. How do you do goal setting exercise with your team? But yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing it on an annual basis. So I learned this at corporate, right. At yellow pages uh -huh. where I learned from my managers where uh -huh. every quarter, every six months, every year you go through your accountability of what's going on targets, real, uh -huh. real actual results. Right. Um, so very similar. And then you kind of re refine it. And then now it's more peer to peer. So it's not just through me, it's yeah. through all the other partners. So they yeah. have a manager and a colleague and they want to figure mm -hmm. out like what the gaps are. How do they want to improve? What other skills do they want to get better at? What mm -hmm. are some of the things that they can do? Read more blogs, yeah. watch some videos, read some books, mm -hmm. and then elevate after a month, have a touch point, right? To learn yeah. what's going on in their lives. And what are some of the challenges that people are going through in life? Do they have children? Do they have other family obligations? Do they have money restrictions, right? Like figure out what's going on and then be real with people, right? Like just yeah. want to support and help. And when you feel like they are actually in it for the right reasons and they actually care about you, people actually want to be honest, right? And want yeah. to help each other get better. Right, right. That's what you try to embody as a culture, right? So that's what we've been doing a lot um, over the last couple of years and just getting better uh, growth, growing along that line. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I love that. And you, how many people, by the way, do you have right now? How many employees? Uh, about 30. 30 employees in the company. Yeah. That's a lot of employees. <laughs> um, are Probably not all full-time, right? Like some... Yeah, they're all full-time because we wow. deal with a lot of campaigns and they're... Um, you know, just monthly campaigns, right? So it's a mm -hmm. recurring business model uh, to help support the full-time employees, right? Like the right. whole point is we wanted to be the best at SEO. So we built a team to really hit all the pillars, content, website design, development, graphics, video, link building, social, reputation, you mm -hmm. name it. We have pillars. We have a yeah. whole team of collaboration, account managers, sales reps, all that stuff. Wow, amazing. Um, and when you go into a hiring process, like you, uh, like, what are your some, some, well, you know what, I don't want to go in there. I, that, that's a too long over. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can go down to business stuff. Um, like, but I want to just go for a second for the personal brand side of things. Um, you have a podcast, and you are building your personal brand while building your business. Why? Uh, well, the, the big thing for me is I, I have no real strategy behind it. <laughs> I just started this podcast two or three years ago because I wanted to share with the world, me and my VP of sales, I actually work with him at Yellow Pages and he was there for over 30 years in sales. Wow. And we combined work with tens of thousands of business owners. So we have a lot of insight on what real business owners really care about, right? Yeah. And yeah. tips. So we wanted to share that. So that was the real only purpose of it. After mm -hmm. 100 episodes of doing this podcast with me and him, we started interviewing guests because we had no more other ideas. 
And <laughs> so we've been flying with it, not knowing, but again, it's about having fun. Yeah. We don't, we don't monetize. We do it because we enjoy it. And that's the right. most important thing. And I, hopefully you realize that since we've been talking. To you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and I think um, giving like having fun is one thing. I think like we, we talked about also giving value is another. Um, can you talk to that about like giving value? Your take and yeah, your values so, on that. So the, the big thing about value is you probably, every, every person has a superpower. They've been doing something, the skill or the, the task duties for many, yeah. many years. Yeah. So you can bring some dimension to the table, sharing it with your journey, story, as well as your skill set. And that's the value you bring. And there's people, and you don't even have to be on a level of 10. There's experts that are speakers, right? Thought leaders. They are the tens. Even if you're a five, there's people from zero to five that you can impact. You, so you don't have to be the thought leader to make an impact right. in terms of adding value. You just have to hit the people that are from zero to five to help them get closer to where you are at. Mm -hmm. So people forget that you don't have to be the biggest thought leader in the world. You just have to have a market of understanding who you can really help, yeah. get them closer. And once you have clarity on that, you, anyone can do it. I mean, for sure. And um, I, I think giving value comes, goes along with having fun in a way. Um, I, I think the interesting thing about this is um, not thinking about monetary, uh, like, monetary um benefit as as a solid tangible thing like most people yeah. think about money as money i think like you and i kind of think about value you know equals yeah. money right in the marketplace when you give value the marketplace will treat you back i think also in a way you can say if you bring joy to what you do the market will bring you back there's this uh, quote that says something like uh the world doesn't need more people who are working to make a living the world needs more people who came alive. Um, so do what you love that will make you come alive because that's what the world needs. Something, anyway, something along those lines. So when you're happy, you're doing work that you enjoy doing. When you're doing the work you enjoy doing, you'll do it better, you'll serve more people in a better way. Uh, you will live a better life, meaning you'll influence all of those around you because you're not you know, frustrated about anything. Um, so there's positivity going around. And I think so trying to as core values one enjoy what you're doing and two um giving value and thinking about that way i think is a great business strategy just saying and i think uh it all depends on where you're at in terms of your life right life mm -hmm. stage because a lot of people who are starting their entrepreneurial journey they might be going through a lot of personal challenges. They might be starting a family, they're stressed, not sleeping enough, mm -hmm. eating well, their financial goals or situation is not the greatest, right? So you have to be in the right frame of mind and you have to have some security and comfort before you take on an entrepreneurial journey, right? right. Because what if it's not for you or you don't become successful or whatever that means because entrepreneurship is not for everyone. You have to realize that too. And for, for instance, like I was very fortunate to have a wife that was working full time for me to then be able to do what I love. Right. Yeah. So I had the security of 
not worrying about the mortgage on a monthly yeah. basis and finances, right? Like people who have to understand and acknowledge where they're at and timing is everything. You don't have to start a business right out of college, university. Mm-hmm. It could be at your, when you're 40 and 50 too. It doesn't matter, right? Just enjoy the entire realm of entrepreneurship. Yeah. I mean, you know, I never had the privilege of, um, my wife did not work. I, I'm self-funded our, um, our, our home. I guess maybe that's why I had my story of going into debt and then like, you know, having to climb out myself and learning everything the hard way. Um, but it's also something that I think um, you say you don't, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. It's not 100% agree. On the other hand, I think it's, it is for everyone like who, if you want it, don't think it's not for you if you fail at it a couple of times, right? Yeah. That might be a, a dangerous thing to just say, oh, you know, you know, I, I heard that it's not for everyone, but then you fail and you're like, yeah, maybe it's not for me. Don't ever think about that, right? Uh, to everyone listening, that like, and- um, People give up all the time yeah. too, right? So don't give up too easily. You gotta right. give it all. And right. if you need advice and seek it, the challenge is people are doing it themselves and it's self-detrimental. They're yeah. overstressing themselves, putting a lot of burden in themselves, and it actually impacts how they live on a daily basis, right? To the right. friends and family and everyone else. Yeah. And so I and I and I also feel like you, you can't really fail in business. Like you you can learn. You can only learn. So just even everybody, you'll hear them say fail quickly. Well, you know, yeah, it's hard to actually do. It's hard to fail. I, I can say that uh, recently one of my projects I was working on went really bad. One of them, like with some kind of past client. It was like a project we took, I can say for all the wrong reasons. Um, we took that project back last year sometimes when the COVID hit. And um, and that was the, the worst project I ever took that actually pounded me so hard um everything went wrong in this project like complete wreck so i was like well at least i know i'm not going to take that kind of project ever again you know and i learned that i'm not going to take a project for money never ever like and i know that i am the people that you know i, I better can source like the, the clients right to not be just you know um and and so i you learn from everything in business so that's something that is, is important yeah. to say. Yeah, l- early days, you're going to take on any client because you need the revenue. You yeah. need sales, right? And then as you evolve and you learn who you ultimately want to deal with, your ideal type of client, um, you're going to gravitate and you know connect with more of them because you're yeah. going to know how to message it and right. cultivate those type of ideal customers of yours. Right. But that's the whole journey of business ownership and entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to yeah. have challenges. It's how you overcome it and how it impacts you as a human. And how do you, so how do you deal with um, overcoming challenges now in your business? You have 30 people. That's a lot of responsibility. How do you deal with the stress and the, the like, I don't know if you have overwhelm or not with that smile. It seems like you don't, you make it look easy. Uh, what's your secret? <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I have a good routine now. Um, uh-huh. I eat better. I'm very mindful in, uh-huh. you know, meditation. I read a lot. You I meditate daily? A, yes, in the yeah? morning okay. and in the afternoon. Twice, um, you say? Yeah. How long? Just for a short 10 minutes or so. Well, that's, just, you know, 
I don't even meditate. I can't say I meditate 10 minutes a day for every day like right now. But yeah, I would love to. But just being grateful, right? Like I always look back at what mm. I have and not what I don't have, right? Yeah. And really reflect on the how many other people don't have what I have and I have to be grateful for what I have, right? Like right. just it's all perspective in life. Right. And then, uh, you know, just daily habits and routine. So I look forward to mm -hmm. certain things in my life. I always put in my calendar the most important things. My son, my wife, <laughs> meals, friends, family, yeah. vacations, trips, health, workouts, all these things. Mm -hmm. And then, then comes more the, the business stuff, right? right? So these are more important to me. I put it in my calendar. Schedule yeah. it in. I mean, Make sure that you put that in. Yeah. Do, do you work out? Not recently because of the <laughs> pandemic, um, but I go to the park and this is the thing. I tap out of my work at three o'clock and I go to the park from three to five with my son. Really? Every, Every day? day? That's non-negotiable, wow. non-negotiable, nice. right? Nice. This okay. is, uh -huh. I have to, and no yeah, meeting, you have to, right? So just have clarity on what's important in life. Yeah, no, I mean, I love like mixing it up, you know, parenting and, and um, like, uh, like understanding how to, bring in parenting into the equation of, of running a business because and then when you get back at five do you keep working no <laughs> I, tap, okay. I turn off my phone like the thing is you know you build a business to fit your lifestyle yeah and it, it should be fitting your lifestyle you shouldn't be chasing things right mm -hmm. so it takes time to realize what's important and what's enough and what's not enough yeah. you got to realize what makes you happy and what doesn't make you happy right so right just come to a realization like why are you running a business in the first place mm -hmm. and what is your ultimate goal and what would make you happy and i am so much great, more grateful and for my upbringing of how i've lived to what i have today it's like a dream come true right yeah. like it's crazy perspective is everything mm -hmm. and i don't want to compare with people that live in wherever and ultra wealthy and ultra successful i don't care yeah. I already come from a good state of, I know how bad it was to now what I have. And I'm ultra grateful. Would you say great gratitude comes easy to you? Well, I think I've learned over the years of uh -huh. harvesting, you know, just meditating and being present and just learning to let go. And I don't think it's like, for me, I can say gratitude does not come easy. I mean, I can beat myself up a lot about, about a lot of things. Um, just, you know, trying to be honest and real, right? Like I can, I'm not the kind of, I'm not, gratitude doesn't come easy to me. So I, and it's something that I learned only in recent years. And specifically in the, only in the past year have I actually tried practicing gratitude, I can say. And being 37 years old now, it's freaking hard. Um, so, you know, I'm like, I'm beating myself up, like, and like, yeah, like just enjoy. And, and I, I am mindful. I mean, I've been practicing uh, Vipassana meditation on and off for like 13 years. Um, I've been to Vipassana like retreats and, and all that stuff. Um, I, I do try to practice every day. Uh, almost every day I get 10 minutes at least, if not 20. But meditation comes hard to me still. Um, it's, it's amazing when I do it, but it's still it comes, you know, comes hard and i can say gratitude definitely does not come easy i can find times in the day where i um like for instance i'm just playing with my one of my kids 
And I'm like, I'm just looking at them and I'm like, wow, so you're so fucking grateful. Just freaking just say thank you for everything. But then comes that, I don't know, like some kind of trouble I have in my business. Every time I try to focus on what I okay. have, like, but Sagi, you have that shit on your mind. Don't neglect that because that will fuck you up if you just keep that, you know, well, thinking about how grateful you are. So you have to be present, right? You have to be very mindful. Yeah. And what's yeah. the mo- why are you doing what you're doing ultimately? It's probably for family, right? Like the most important thing in your life is probably if you have sibling, you know, kids or husband, well, wife or you know family I, to support i think so i can talk about that but i don't i actually i i think i used to think it was only family but it's not for me um for me it's about so it, it's a longer conversation but i think like for me i feel my mission on this world is not just to have a family is to have a family and and serve them and those are they are so close to like i it's Obviously, like my life is kind of like oriented family first, but it's also my mission, my mission to impact. Like I want to impact millions of lives on this earth. And in order to do that, I have to step out of my own little shell and say, it's not just for your family, Sagi, don't be so um, self-centered or something. Like, and I, I, get, I have guilt every time I say that in a way, because I'm like, yeah, you should do it only for your family and don't think too highly of yourself. You're not, you know, maybe you're not going to impact millions of people on this world. Um, but my thing is like, I need to focus and think big and say, I totally agree. Yeah. Making impact is huge, but when you're present, when you're with a family, you should be fully mindful of right. being present with them right. and to yeah. have ideas throwing out. Yes. I have calls that I should be taking. I should yeah. check emails, but <laughs> it comes sucking to nature. Like it doesn't have to be there and i think mm-hmm. the most important thing is being present whatever you're doing because it gives you full you know commitment to really do the best work you can because if there's right. too many distractions you can't do it properly right. right right and learning about gratitude i've learned this over many many years it's more you know i've had a lot of people impact me for every stage of my life yeah. and i'm very similar age of you i'm 40 okay, okay. so throughout my career i had people that, yeah. you know, I looked up to like my managers and my VPs, my director, mm-hmm. colleagues, right? Yeah. And I would just throw a text message or I would send them a LinkedIn message or call them and say, you know, I miss talking to you. We had mm-hmm. great conversations at coffee. Can we do it again? You know, and it makes their day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for them to right. have right. someone think about them and yeah. have an impact in their li- your life. Right. That's all you want to do, right? Be grateful yeah. for what you have and the people that have gotten you to closer to where you are today. Right, right. Oh, I love that. I love that also as an exercise to like just think. To, every time you think about someone, just send them an SMS, send them a WhatsApp message. Send them a WhatsApp message, LinkedIn, yeah. call them. Yeah. And just try to do that once a week. Yeah. One person, every Friday. So during this pandemic, every Friday, I was doing that. Before yeah. that, I would go for coffee or lunch with one person that really right. made an impact in my life. Nice. You know, just because it's all, people get busy and life gets right. in the way, right? Yeah, I and, know, I know, yeah. And Definitely. therefore you feel like if you don't do it and you got to be the action taker, you got to actually do it. Because if you wait for things to happen, nothing will ever happen. So you might as well put it on yourself to do something. Right. And I say, I know, but it's all our, our listeners. I mean, like we, like, I think we all get it. Like, you know, everybody's listening. Nobody's saying, 
No, John, you're totally wrong, man. You're like, are you? Th you're thinking about life the wrong way. I think everybody's really like we, we like you and I are like preaching to the choir. But I think there's so much that I, I know from my experience, so much that I consumed before. I consumed these kind of conversations before, and only now is it beginning to show up in my actual actions, like in in the past couple of years. Um, but when it did show up, my business boomed. Like I, you know, my revenue, like I triple quadrupled my my revenue like that i can I, that i thought i would be able to make a month like I, i've been blessed to have met like people like you know johnny dumas and Kathleen, like those kind of, I, i've been doing a lot of things but every it's only since but I've, I've been consuming these type of conversations for years before i started actually taking action on 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 meditations again on gratitude like and on, on trying to it's it's crazy like i you know i i, I don't know how it works I, when is the switch when did the switch come where you 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 actually start taking action and, and my wish is for everybody who's listening to this show is you guys please take whatever john's saying and just like apply it please like because i i know i'm going to try to apply it every time i talk to a new guest that comes up and gives some amazing tips about some some area where i'm like okay i need this too you know like i that's the reason we're having this conversation. Like it's not only for everyone, it's also for me. And now it's also for like to impact like the, the audience that's listening. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. And um, I'll, I'll actually try to apply that more. And, um, and yeah, for me, like gratitude is one thing I've been working on very, very hard recently. So. I think the big thing is wisdom, right? Like when you start maturing in life, and you start talking to people that are have gone through similar situations mm -hmm. like that you personally know right like someone 5 10 20 30 years older your grandparents your yeah. whatever peer colleague relative right and you sit down and just have a normal conversation with them to figure out like how do you go through your day what does it look like what makes yeah. you happy what yeah. you know brings you happiness? what do you reflect and look back at that you miss you didn't do or what you could have done better yeah. right right that's where you learn so many little things and mm. i always try to look for people that are in their 60s 70s mm. and they are people i admire and respect because yeah. they've gone through challenges of raising a family, going through right. business ownership, understanding what it really means to be happy and joyful and yeah. living a full life, right? That's right. more impactful because they are people you respect. Right. And they're right. giving you feedback on what you should be doing more of. And now that I'm living it, I, I take the insight, you know, very, very dear to my heart, like be present, slow down. Business mm -hmm. will come after you spend more time with what's more important in your life because yeah. time there's no rush you have 60 years of you know <laughs> life right and you're 37 and i'm 40 i still have 25 40 30 years of real business yeah but the five years or 10 years of wanting to spend time that you will never be able to take back right so in the grand scheme of life people want to shrink time they want things yesterday, yeah, yeah. but you have to really acknowledge that this is a whole lifespan that you're living and you need to break it down to what's important today. Right. Yeah. Man. I mean, I, I love that. Um, and I love this conversation. So um, I'm, I'm happy we got to this, like talking about this, like the um, one last thing that I want to ask you about is, and I know we're over time a bit. How are you with time? Are you, do you have a couple yeah, moments? Good. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So one last thing I want to ask you about is um, is your vision. Like, how do you define your vision and goals? Because you talked about a goal, uh, like training your team on that. How do you define your goals and your vision and and go after your dreams? Yeah. So obviously for me, it was all about like my foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Taking care of my home base, taking yeah. care of my bare necessities, food, shelter, home. Mm-hmm. That has to be solid. So when that is in place, you have less stress. Once mm-hmm. that is in place, then you can work on the bigger goals of taking yeah. care of your staff, taking care of your clients, making impact, yeah. re- impacting others. I mentor a lot. I coach others. I speak. I do a lot of things because I don't get paid for. But what I look forward to today is I, I just signed up to help immigrants coming to Canada. And I, mm. I'm teamed up with someone that just came from Vietnam nice. as well. Wow. And they sacrificed everything to, for their next generation, similar to my situation. Wow. So they're looking for a career, right? So for me, I, I feel joy to help make an impact in someone's life. And yeah. When you start doing things that is not monetary focused, and it's really to help good people and understanding perspective what they're going through, it brings so much more joy in your life because I look forward to that stuff mm-hmm. as opposed to the business, it will go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll win some, I'll lose some, and it's great, right? But these are things that I look forward to today. Love it. Love it. Um... I, you gave me so much, it's like you gave a lot of ideas that come, you know, that have come up before and kind of like are, you know, popping back up. I guess you sparked a lot of ideas in everybody's minds. Um, so thank you so much, John, for giving all this value on the show. Uh, really, really appreciate you. Um, just to end, um, where can people find you and, uh, and where would you want to send people? Yeah, so I have a SEO agency. It's called localseosearch.ca. Mm-hmm. So based in Toronto, Canada, but we service global. And we also have that podcast called Local SEO Today. Go check it out. Have fun. Um, and for me, probably the best place to hit me up is on LinkedIn because I'm not okay. very strong on social uh, because I, I truly don't enjoy spending a lot of time uh, on social media. I'd rather spend it with the people that really mean a lot to me. And I I really want to focus on spending real time being present with people that matter. Love it. Love it, man. So um, thank you so much. And I'll uh, direct everyone to show notes. And remember, John Vong, uh, it's uh, John and then V-U-O-N-G. Just uh, you can find John on LinkedIn and also check out his podcast, Local SEO today, but it's not only about SEO, it's uh, really a lot about interviewing interesting people. Um, and so just uh, check that out for sure. If you need any SEO help, check out the agency. Uh, John, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate you. And uh, see you around. Yeah, stay safe. Thank you for having me, Segi. All right.